0: Welcome back to another weekend on Made in Manitoba. Thank you for joining us as we take some time to highlight the Brothers Landreth and their latest album, Come Morning.
1: Joey and Dave have visited the Morning Show a few times in recent years, and we are big fans of their last record, 87, which came out around two and a half years ago.
0: So it's been a while since the group released a full-length disc, so when Come Morning showed up on music director Eva Hyde's desk, we were excited to give it a listen and now share some of that music with you. It's the Brothers
1: Landreth on Made in Manitoba, music from the new album, and Chris's conversation with Dave and Joey after this. There's something about this time of year
2: something about the look on your face It makes me want to stick around For more than just a couple of days Must be something in the atmosphere it's got me spinning in your space. I could put some roots in the ground, a fixed address beneath my name. Or something
0: Well, Joey and Dave, uh, thank you very much for taking some time to to join us for Made in Manitoba. You're not uh, you're not strangers uh, to the program. You've been around before, uh, but it's been a while since you guys have released a, a full album. What have you guys been up to the last while?
3: Dave and I both started families over the pandemic, so we've been uh, we've been pretty busy raising babies uh, with our partners, and uh, we we just just got back to work, back to doing some traveling shows uh, back in June so uh yeah we you know finishing a record getting ready to tour and then uh raising babies and touring that's kind of what's been keeping us busy
0: well you got to tell us how's the family thing going in the babies
1: it's going really well thanks um uh my son is two and a half and joey's daughter is about a year and a half a little a little less and uh yeah they're they're healthy happy they're about to uh do a bunch of traveling with us we're going to go to vancouver for the vancouver folk festival together i'm taking my son to folk Fe- uh, winnipeg folk festival this weekend so they're going to get their first taste of live music which will be a blast to introduce them to that something that we certainly appreciated grown up
0: well how about we turn things over to uh the new album come morning uh like i said it's the first full length album in uh in a few years for you guys why was the timing right now to get started on this new album? Again, setting aside the fact that you've been busy with family.
3: Well, I mean, the, the pandemic really offered us a chunk of time to uh, dedicate to some some sort of uninterrupted creative time, which uh, I think a lot of musicians took advantage of. And Dave and I were kind of late to that party. We didn't really start working on this record until we were about a year or so into the pandemic. You know, right before the pandemic started, we we basically just got our first two legs into into touring for our last record and then it kind of got taken out at the knees so we we you know initially like everybody else we didn't know how long the pandemic was going to last so we thought okay well we'll wait this out maybe three to six months and we'll get back to work on this record and as soon as it kind of looked like uh that that was not going to happen we just started working on a new record we thought, okay we're we're not going to get a chance to follow up on this so let's just get back to work.
0: You mentioned the uh, the last record, 87, of which uh, we play a number of songs from that album on our radio stations here at Golden West. And, you know, like you guys have mentioned, a lot has changed and a lot is, has happened in the world over the last few years since it was released. How did those changes or how the world has changed? Did that influence how you approach this album or how you took on the creative process for this album?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, it, like in a real practical sense, one of the biggest things that shifted the way we made this record and and sort of set us on a different direction was, was just the implications of living in a pandemic world and not being able to gather like our, our sort of MO going into records previous was always to assemble a crew in the studio, get everybody sitting across from one another. We would take songs that were in their most bare form, usually just a demo, an acoustic guitar demo, Joey singing along with his, with his acoustic guitar we would listen through we'd make a game plan and then we would hit record and play through the song until we caught sort of the spirit of it and it was always about trying to catch one really uh inspiring playthrough with a band you keep as much as you can and then you layer a couple things up over top and you're done and that was always with the this idea that we were trying to catch the spirit of the live show we had really fashioned ourselves as a as a live band um which you know is definitely a really important part of what we do but the moment we couldn't do that because restrictions wouldn't allow us to gather and it wasn't you know we didn't feel safe doing it anyways uh we assembled a bit of a skeleton ca- a skeleton crew and joey and i and our producer murray went into the studio and just started building the songs from uh one it's inst- one sort of track at a time one instrument at a time and it ended up uh allowing us to approach it with a a much more compositional mindset uh, which allowed us to consider sort of every small piece uh, and the impact that it was having on the song and what we were trying to say with each particular track but also what we were trying to say with the album as a whole so when we were done this record it felt very very different to us for that reason um, and yeah, it was a very, very exciting and satisfying record to make. And then we also did something that we've never done before, which is we flew in a bunch of tracks from people all over to help flush it out. Um, most of the drums on the record were performed by a, a guy that doesn't live here, a dude named Aaron Sterling. He lives in Nashville. And we had a friend Leith sing some vocals, and we had a fellow named Joe Passapia play some steel on it. So it's uh, we kind of assembled these pieces from all over, and that was also... Something that took us out of our comfort zone
0: let's talk about the title track come morning and and why you settled on that track one being on the album, but two becoming the title track for the for the disc
3: yeah uh I mean it made it, it, it i mean it wound up on the record initially just because it was a song that that Dave and I both connected with um and uh, I had started working on it for a previous album and just wound up not really having a place on that record and so we kind of we kind of kept it in our back pockets and made it made a couple changes to it so that it fit it fit this new collection of songs a little bit better um and when it was done and we were sort of taking a t- took a step back to listen to the whole collection um that song just sort of stood out to us as um as something that could Sort of represent in a nutshell what we're trying to do with this with this record um sort of thematically um and that's something that uh i think we're realizing in hindsight now is something that uh we like to do a lot with our music is kind of take a step back and go okay what does all this say and um yeah and that's and that's kind of how come morning wound up being being uh, the title track
2: Time, pray your soul to take. But come in, and all you can do is cry. Come learning to live without. Come waiting, which you'll do, no doubt. Come in and all you can do is cry. I used to fight it. Stay up all night with lonely excuses for all of my vices. Come living, I'll understand. Come loving, honey, I'll be your man. Come run in, and all you can do. Something
0: the brothers Landreth with the title track from their new album Come Morning.
1: This is Made in Manitoba and beyond the music on the new record the album Art is also a big part of the story.
0: And the album Art on Come Morning is elaborate and intricate and has a very close family connection to the group. We'll share that story after this.
2: my hands, if you need some hands, leave my legs for me, darling, so I can stand, and take my heart, I never cared much for its being. Leave my legs, when are and leave my feet. If you need space, I'll build you a rocket ship. You can dance around the sky, you're always staring at it. Take my dreams Without you there's no need Leave my legs for me darling And I'll walk my way back Got you, there's no need Leave my legs for me, darling I'll walk my way back to thee Leave my legs for me, darling I'll walk my way back to thee
0: I wanted to ask you about the album art for Come Morning. It's it's so elaborate, it's very intricate. Is is there a story behind this? Was there a friend that did this for you? Where did it come from, the concept?
1: Oh, I'm really glad you brought it up. Um that's my wife, Roberta, Roberta Landreth. Um she is a a very well-respected and acclaimed uh designer and illustrator. She just won a Manitoba Book Award for a Manitoba Literary Award for uh children's book that she just illustrated as well um but she's done all of the design for all of the all of our projects right from the beginning for the bros as well as joey's solo project and and anything else that we've worked on she's always our go-to for good reason Uh, and this record it was actually loosely inspired on a children's book that we uh, had stumbled on with our son and we really loved this sort of whimsical, whimsical illustration of a building and sort of all the cross sections. And, and it was really fun, kind of like a where's Waldo to sort of lose yourself in all these little scenarios and scenes playing out. And so she channeled that to create this artwork that brings all of these different elements of the the record and our shared history and, and the themes of the different songs to play in this sort of world building thing Um, and it's really fun because there's one set of artwork that is the kind of the cross section of the house you can see into it and that's what ended up on all the digital sort of platforms if you go and look at the record on itunes that's what you see Um, but there's also uh, uh, a different version for the physical product so if you buy the cd or you buy the record you get to see the outside of the house and then when you pull out the uh the booklet then you get to see inside in the deeper story and, and it's just it's it's really fun and you can really lose yourself in it uh we we had some posters done up where the where the artwork is you know a, a couple feet wide and a couple feet tall and you can really sort of get into it and see all the little details and stuff she, she really outdid herself on this and and she meant to she really uh she wanted she wanted to pull out all the stops for this, and she spent hundreds of hours working on the artwork for it.
0: I did want to touch on the the track After the Rain, because as I was going through the album before we had the opportunity to chat today, I, I have to admit, within the first five or six bars, I knew this was going to be my favorite song on the
1: album. We wrote that song with a guy named Jonathan Singleton, and it was one of the first songs that we wrote deliberately for this record. Um, and it was, we wrote it, I think, in May. And so it was just like, it was at a point in time where the entire world felt like it was upending. It's really the only song on the on the record that is about the time that we lived through in the pandemic. The rest of the songs, though, I think, you know, some people will insert their own stories, their pandemic stories, because uh, they certainly fit. None of the other songs are about that time but that song is very specifically about finding ourselves sitting here at home not leaving the house kind of feeling like the world was burning and and the idea was that we were trying to look for silver linings hopeful threads to hang on to to kind of get us through you know yeah just just like hoping that if the world was truly on fire that it was worth it that it that it was for something and looking for some kind of purpose in, in all that. Just musically, I can say that, you know, that song has kind of stuck out to us too. It's it's really fun to play, it's really fun to sing. So, yeah, and and, and it's also kind of a, a feel and it's a type of song that you, we don't usually end up playing. So, it's, it's kind of offered a bit of a nice variety in the set list too. Hear
2: it comes again can't pretend that we didn't see it coming that old hell bent howling wind it's run away sideways feels like we're trying now but if we tie it down ride it out been on the same road for so long forget where we came from there's nowhere left to turn around after the rain be shining. We'll be dancing like fools underneath silver lines. All of the heartache and blame washed away. I hope that the world ain't the same after the river while, and all the graves rolled away. And what if every heart ever broke, every lie ever told? Didn't mean a thing. After the rain, the sun will be shining. We'll be dancing like fools underneath silver lights. All of the heartache and blame.
1: song After the rain from the latest album from the Brothers Landreth our guests on Made in Manitoba
0: Joey, Dave and the rest of the group have a busy summer and fall filled with touring in support of the record come morning including a good portion of September in the UK and Europe
1: they will also be playing their first hometown show in Winnipeg in
0: quite a while that's coming up on August 14th so you can check them out live right there and that's all for this week's Made in Manitoba I'm Chris Sumner he's Zach Drieger and he's also the one that puts this all together we'll get together again a week from now.